0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of iCast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign, Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. Flipple. And Ralph. Yes, we've got the whole gang here. Let's recap where we are at in this crazy, chaotic, climactic moment. Boy, did a lot happen last session, but in a very short time frame. There was barely two full rounds of combat completed by the time we finished. I believe it was two rounds of combat. We were beginning the third round with Ralph.
1: It feels like more happened than that. (laughs)
0: Well, Ralph was giving a foot massage to Resmir, and that's where we began. And then we continued forward with Lance impersonating Mondath, confusing Ralph, and that cascaded a sequence of events that caused Ralph to uncover the magic treasure chest where the black dragon mask was being encased and held in, shoved it into his bag of holding, Risking the entire campaign. Fleeple came in, rolled in, act like a, a grunt now that he has wings as a winged kobold, pointed to Ralph, and called him the traitor. So everybody turned on him. The bag of holding was flying across the room, away from Wrathmodar, the uh, Thay wizard, with Zaza puffing out of existence due to an attack of opportunity. Ralph. Literally like dodging, weaving back and forth, going to the cracking window in the back um, where the Jake Squad finally all converged on him, quite literally pinning him to the ground with the final revelation of Ralph opening his chest, revealing the tattoo of the winged snake eating the ball that the same symbol they found in Greenest when Rath Modar the Thay Wizard cast Fireball at the entire party and that is where we jump in to this week's adventure so all of you Fireball has just been cast you all take 120 points of damage No,
2: it's been a fun campaign evasion
3: evasion evasion (laughs) just kidding
0: my wife made me promise that I would do that. It's been great uh, hanging uh, out
4: with you guys. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, I cast. I'm definitely, completely dead.
2: Yeah. The, <laughs> now Jacob and I both get to bring out our bards.
4: Yeah.
3: Just <laughs> the
2: bard team. You cast with fireball, no, with, and with, that's
0: the end with of the no campaign. connection to the previous party whatsoever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just find the charred remains. No, your guys. The the rest of this campaign is those little kids that you made pee their pants. Oh, we become the coldest gosh. kids. They're the ones that become <laughs> the, the heroes. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's how it all begins. Oh,
3: my gosh. We should form okay. our own defense party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want a one-shot with those three punks, at us at ICAST Fireball 20, and uh, we'll see if they run into some shenanigans in Neverwinter here. I'm going to start rolling damage for this Fireball here.
1: It's going to take a little bit of time. We have to roll for Dexterity save, I
0: imagine. Yes you do. You all have to roll dexterity saving throw. And Ralph, because you're prone, I believe you have disadvantage on the dexterity saving throw.
1: Am I making that up? Yes.
4: (laughs) I am (laughs) making making it it up. up. No.
1: No. (laughs) Sorry, give me un un moment.
2: So a prone creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and attack rolls against them have disadvantage. Nothing about dex saves.
1: Okay, then you're good. Uh, okay. All right, sorry. I, I have a, I have a spell list and stuff, so I was just making sure I... Because... Mm-hmm. I was just gonna check to see if there's anything I had that could save me as a reaction. Do you have Counterspell? I have one Counterspell. <gasps> it's my last third-level spell slot. You attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell if the creature is casting a spell of third-level or lower. Uh, the spell fails and has no effect. If it's casting a, at a spell of fourth-level or higher... I make a spell casting ability check uh, with the DC equals 10 plus the spells level. So yeah, I counterspell. Ralph, you see this fireball. He goes, I cast fireball.
0: It starts to build and grow and you see the ball of flame massively growing and uh, the Jank Squad, you've only seen it once before as Malamara cast it previously. And just at that moment, Ralph, you look up. A wheel, Jeremy. You wheel Jeremy up, point it, and Jeremy goes, "Come to spell!" and the fire <laughs> disappears.
1: Ha 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 ha! It worked.
0: <laughs> Wrath is furious. He is seething as he is floating 15 feet in the air. Him and Resmir floating with their fly spell. His face is very taut, and the tattoos on his face are very distinct and almost pulsing like it were part of his heartbeat. And you can see a vein start to bulge at his forehead there. He is livid. And with that, he is going to spend some sorcery points, and he is going to cast Firebolt at you. He knows he has disadvantage, but he is... He is furious right now. Your AC is at nineteen right now, correct?
1: My AC uh Yes, uh, my Blade Song is still active, and so my AC is nineteen. As you fall backwards, you see this fire this secondary firebolt come
0: straight at you. And without even thinking, and almost of his own accord, Jeremy swipes the air directly when the firebolt would have hit you, and Cuts it in half and it psh, dissipates midair. His uh, the
1: firebolt not being successfully hitting you. So I look at Jeremy and I go, I'm going to get you a beautiful sheath if we survive this.
0: That is Rath Modar's turn and he is not pleased.
2: Fleeple, it is your turn. I am still a horse. That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Of course, of
2: course. Yes, so I, I, I look at Rathmodar, who almost just killed everybody. I look at the window behind Lance and Ralph, uh, already having taken some damage from Lance's attempt. You can see some holes have been
0: burned by the acid from Resmir, and so you can actually hear some of the gusting wind whistling through these holes into the room itself.
2: I look down at Ralph and Lance, and I attempt to wink at them. I don't know if horses can wink, but I attempt to. And I'm going to rear up just a little bit and gallop forward, and I'm gonna try and shove the couch that they're on out the window so that we can get away from this guy.
3: Couch surfing! Whoa! (laughs) The chaos continues! All right.
0: The Um... jankiest
1: of squads. (laughs)
3: The
0: jankiest of squads.
3: Meanwhile, as Ralph and Lance are thinking, did that horse just wink at me?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and we're (laughs) all kind of on the couch.
0: Yeah, Mal's there too. Yeah. Mal's the only one not on the couch, um, I would say, uh, just because...
4: I was standing next to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're standing next to it, threatening Ralph. Okay, this is going to be a pretty hefty... Pretty hefty athletics roll. It's gonna be a little bit difficult, and uh, depending on what you roll, you might get a partial success, you might get a failure. Um, so why don't you go and roll in athletics and tell me what you, show me what you got? Yep, that
2: is going to be a 13. Ah. Do
4: you have inspiration?
2: I do not have inspiration.
4: I have inspiration. Do you she want inspiration? She has an
2: inspiration die. Uh, if you want to give it to me, I think that'd be awesome.
4: Uh, I think uh, shoving this couch through the window is a worthwhile use of that.
2: Booyah. That's a critical fail.
4: (laughs) This game is so chaotic.
2: Oh,
0: man. The second attempt to get through this window, Ralph being the first, not quite being able to shove his way through. The second being... Fleeple as this horse trying to shove the couch um, through the window with his uh, party on it. Unfortunately, you get it uh, up and you're about to shove it through, but it teeters with the weight of Lance on one side and Ralph laying on the other. And it just it it clatters back to the ground, unfortunately. The window not having been disturbed. uh, The window not being uh, being broken quite yet. And with that, Resmir turns to Wrath, and Resmir goes, you fool, they're trying to get away!
2: Do something!
0: And Fleeple, that was only your action, I believe.
2: That it was. I'm going to look over at that, be like, "Uh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. I'm going to rear back a little bit, and I'm just going to use my full movement to try and jump through the window.
3: All right.
0: So you back up a little bit. Ralph can technically take an attack of opportunity if he desired, but I can't. I already used my reaction. There we go. So he can't even do that. Uh, and so, Fleeple, you you get a ten foot running start, and um, because Zelda's been on my mind because the Nintendo Direct, uh, you like a like a with a running start, like in Ocarina of Time, you jump over the couch, and head first, and there's enough damage here, and you have enough strength to where you soar through the window, shattering it, Um, a pretty decent hole, and you jump out into open air, and there is a significant drop below you, but you can see as you jump in the air, the water way, way, way down below, um, the rocks of the cliff face that you are now plummeting from and next to.
1: Just just him, right?
0: Just him.
4: <laughs> so it, it's a ro- it's a cliff face outside the window? It's not ground?
0: Yeah, it's a cliff face. Um, this this uh, casino, if you recall previous episodes, was built into the rock. Uh, it's into the stonework itself and this window looked out over the ocean. It was a
3: magnificent ocean view. So if we fall out the window, we're falling into the ocean. Potentially.
0: Potentially. So, Fleetball, you have a
3: bonus action left. Anything else?
2: Well, I'm a horse, so (laughs) state it again. Of course, of course. If anything else, I could use these extra 13 hit points to cushion my fall. How far am I falling, (laughs) Thomas?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I looked this up and... uh, Maybe I was looking in the wrong place, but do you fall uh, on the same turn as, you know what, regardless, I think you're gonna start falling
2: next turn. Okay, I will remain suspended here in the air. Very Looney Tunes, you look
1: back your eyes, but you are gonna fall on your next turn there. Is it every round in the game is six seconds? Yes,
0: every round is six seconds.
1: So, Fleeple, that's your go. Lance, it is your go. Fleeple
0: just jumped over you, and uh, the glass shattering outward.
3: What do you do? All right. Well, you never looked a gift horse in the mouth, so I'm going to look at the situation and drawing inspiration from my from the beginning of this campaign. Would Lance would would occasionally quote movies. He will reach out his hand toward Ralph and just says, "Come with me if
2: you want to live." Do you trust I me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I could, I could have gone Aladdin with it. I could have gone with Aladdin, but I I felt like I already knew the answer to that one. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, he was the one who called for a truce. He I. That's was. true. Okay. And I'm
1: reaching out my hand now. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, I'll leap into his arms. All right,
3: Lance will with his great strength of a plus one (laughs) lift Ralph, basically almost fireman style, and step onto the window pane and just fall backward.
0: Very good, very good.
3: All right, anything else on your turn? Uh, Just as he's falling, he'll just, you know, look at Malamara as he's falling and just go, see you at the bottom.
1: Can I yell? Your feet are gross.
4: <laughs> I can't believe these guys all abandoned Mal in a room with enemies.
1: Twice, twice, twice.
0: twice. In the twice. Past
4: Ten minutes. Twice.
0: The elemental cries out.
4: <laughs> come on,
0: Mal. It's Resmir's turn. Yes, it is. She is panicking as she sees the rest of this party go, and she has a flight speed. So she has a flight speed of 30. She's gonna try and go over you. So that's five, 10, 15, 20. She can get just to Lance and Ralph. Um, She's going to ignore you because she is trying to go for that bag of holding and she is going to grab that bag of holding specifically.
4: As she flies out the window, do I get an attack of opportunity?
0: You do. She is not caring what happens. She's not thinking about oh, her her own safety right now. That bag is the only thing that matters.
4: That was a twenty-five to hit.
3: Yeah, it's a hit. By the way, Tom, this is the fly spell. Yes, that's a sixty-foot speed. Ah, so she definitely
0: gets there.
4: Fifty points of slashing damage with that sword. Five zero. What? No. One oh, five. I
1: thought you said fifty. Oh, I thought you said fifteen and I was like 50. <laughs> I thought it was fifty two. Will, you, will you let God. us have fifty? Yeah.
4: <laughs> Air two just like really beefed that up for me.
0: <laughs> Air two, all of a sudden you just feel like this massive fire just burn through your veins. No. Uh fifteen. One five. Um she is slashed across her purple robe and it gets cut. Uh, crossed her um, chest but she continues on and she goes to grab this bag and so Ralph she is going to try to grapple with you here so we're going to do an opposed grapple check but specifically on the bag I will say in this instance if she succeeds she can rip it from your hands and just fly up and we'll, fly, we'll and go just, down and just fly away yeah crap alright
1: so for you it's athletics or acrobatics. Do I still have Do I still have some ins
2: inspiration? You've got a D4! You've got a D4 from Fleeple still. Mm-hmm. Right! And I'm trying to remember but while you're blade singing, don't you have advantage on your acrobatics checks?
1: You're right, I do. Good looking out. <sighs> okay, I rolled I rolled a, a seven for that first one, but because of the blade song, I rolled an eighteen. Yes. Plus uh, that's plus five. Plus a d4. Plus one. 24. Well, that beats her 13.
3: Yeah. And that was her action to do so. So. We are literally fighting in the middle of the. of This a is fall. like.
1: This is like, <laughs> a, like a Gandalf. And this the is Balrog. Gandalf and the Balrog.
3: <laughs> this it's,
1: is- it's not
0: quite as cool as this moment I'm about to describe, but I, I like to. I'm. Obsessed with the Stormlight Archives by Brandon Sanderson, and so Kaladin fighting in the air as well. Yes.
4: Yeah, that's
1: fascinating. I like wife. to think I like to think I'm avoiding her by crawling all over Lance.
3: Lance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like who's still Mondath, by the way. <laughs> I'm just scrambling all around, in my foot in his face, just like making my just yeah. avoiding her. Yep, absolutely.
0: Okay. Well, there's that, and her turn is over. But in her fury, in her rage. She's going to do something she hasn't needed to until this point of the battle, and she's going to take a legendary action. Oh, oh,
3: no. I was going to say she asks asks for help.
0: And Ralph, she's going right
1: to you. She's going to attack you.
4: Oh, okay,
1: okay. I wasn't sure if she had one of those like legendary, like, I just succeed on an ability check. Like, is that... <gasps> no. I know some of them have those.
0: That legendary resistance, if she had that, it would just be for a saving throw specifically, so but she's going to attack you. She is livid, she's furious, and if she can't have this, then she's tried grabbing you, so the only thing she can see is eliminating
1: any obstacle in her path,
0: and so she d- she attempts to do so with her attack.
1: Very fair. Pretty much a flick will get me at this point.
3: But she still has to hit you.
0: The dice are in your favor. She rolled a 17.
4: Ooh. Ooh, Ooh. boy. Oh
0: which does not beat your 19 as she goes for you again. Jeremy, of a mind of its own, goes, I'm going to earn that scabbard. Uh, Just, (laughs) and blocks as she brings her massive greatsword down on you. Uh, And so of its own volition, blocks it. She screams and rages and yells into the air as all of you are suspended in this temporary moment. That is her turn, uh, her legendary turn, and it is now Malamara's turn.
4: Well, knowing that Resmir flew out the window and everybody else is plummeting out the window, Mao will reach around her neck and pull out her necklace. And along this piece of leather are several different pieces of animals she has taken down, and one of them is a bear claw. And she'll grab that bear claw... And enter a rage and take on the aspect of the bear, which is while raging, they have resistance to all damage except for psychic. And she'll step up to the window and, using that bear strength, will push herself down to try and get a faster angle at them all falling and try and grapple Resmir mid air and try and hold on to her as they fall
1: what is happening? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, of course a bear for for the flight purposes.
3: (laughs) As we all know bears love a challenge midair. That
0: is such a beautiful image of Mal like running uh, prepping herself and then as she's like i imagine her like standing and then as she's like accepting gravity to take her over at the last second she crouches and then her feet just like engorge with her rage and just very like puff of wind so anime behind as she yeah a very anime sound just boom right to resmir and she's gonna grapple onto resmir you have advantage on the grapple mist because you are in a rage and she is going to try and toss you off here um, with acrobatics or athletics. So let us roll. And you have a D4 as well.
4: That was a 19 plus 5 for athletics and a 3 on the dice. Bam! So 27. For
0: a 27.
4: She's a bear in spirit. She can't physically change like Resmire
0: Resmir got a 21.
4: Oh, that was so really good for Resmir.
0: And so as you you're falling and it's very quick it's like within a, uh, almost a millisecond you you hear you're falling and then BAM you just fumble into her I'll say she goes tumbling away from Ralph and Lance no attack of opportunity because it was forced movement there but Mal you have moved her 15 feet with your momentum further away and down but and before
3: her flight kicks into gear and catches her
0: Sleeple, you're a horse during this
2: I'm whole situation.
3: <laughs> I'm doing a Crunch Squad thing. I looked up grapple and it says a creature's speed is reduced to zero. So she's plummeting now with no control.
0: <gasps>
3: that is a good call out, Yakob.
0: Let us look at fly. So, Ned, my question to you, Mr. Crunch Squad, is flight consider movement?
2: so a flying speed is speed and if your speed is reduced to zero then you can't fly
0: this black half dragon this leader of part of the cult of the dragon furious eager to try to get this bag back Um, you see true terror in her eyes as this is gone and Mal uses that to her advantage grabs her and prohibits Resmir from moving from going anywhere and Resmir starts to plummet with the rest of the party here
1: wow that <sighs> that one round
0: this, mm-hmm. this is the end of the third round this <laughs> is the end of the third round here
1: and Ralph we are to you now all right I have Featherfall.
2: I was hoping you were gonna say that <laughs> uh,
1: I can choose up to five falling creatures <laughs> And if we hit the ground, none of us will take fall damage. So I guess my question would be, should I prepare that? It is a reaction, so with the start of... I could do an action, and then just with the start of a new round, it would just be readied for when we hit the ground, I suppose.
3: We're that close to the ground. I just don't know how close we are to the ground.
0: So I've been giving everybody typically one round before they start to plummet. Ralph, you were this would be your one round before you start to plummet. So uh, after this, it's going to go to Fleeple, who will plummet, possibly to the ground after this. So yes, you can do a reaction, at the very least, at the end of your turn.
4: Do we know how far up we are?
0: I'll just tell you, you're about anywhere between 200 to 250 feet in the air. That's
4: more than I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah, that was way farther than I was expecting.
1: How, about, how many feet is terminal velocity for a, a humanoid? I did look this up, and Jeremy Crawford
0: says you fall about 500 to 600 feet per round. So we will hit the, ra- hit
3: the ground next round.
2: And, all right, falling damage maxes out at 20d6, so that's where we are regardless. Oh,
3: easy. But we're hitting water. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, that's concrete at that height. <laughs> it'll, it'll
3: be, no, it'll be, it, it, you know, we'll just sploosh right in. Everybody, were basically gods.
1: The Josh, the human being that likes all of you guys and is really glad that I'm here, just wants to apologize in advance. Ralph is going to see if he can pilfer that tooth while he's <gasps> hanging on. to, to Lance. Yeah, <laughs> I would just yeah! like to do one more sleight of hand the truce,
3: bud. <laughs> Hitting agenda.
1: Just one more, just real quick. I'm going to save us all from dying. <laughs> Hitting the ground really hard. What am I? What did we roll last time? I rolled something, didn't I? I
3: believe it was a deck save, wasn't it? Well, Ralph, go ahead and roll a sleight of hand and try and
0: grab that.
3: Uh, Nineteen, and you get that D four roll again. But I get it too. To twenty two, and I'm rolling a deck save against it. I believe we did a deck save
0: as Ralph is rummaging through your pockets, trying to be sneaky about it.
3: Okay, in yes. mid air. sleight of hand.
4: Hmm.
0: <laughs> So if you don't succeed, uh, Lance, then um, it will be uh, a sleight of hand check. I got
3: 19. 19. Okay.
0: As you're falling, if there wasn't chaos last episode, there's even more so chaos, and you are in a chaotic moment. And Ralph, seeing one more opportunity, decides to try and go one more time for this tooth. He goes in with his sleight of hand, as he described, crawling all over you to try and like dodge away, try to get out and like trying to position himself before you guys start plummeting to the ground. And he's, he's preparing himself to cast feather fall on all of you. He slides right into that spot and Lance, you do not feel him in this chaotic moment out of this chaotic moment, probably, but you do not feel him gently grab that tooth, pull it, put it in his pocket.
1: And then I'm, Out loud, I'm going to be talking to the sword while this is happening just to kind of create an extra distraction and just be like, it's going to have gemstones. It'll be engraved with your name. It's the best sheath you'll ever see. Just feather fall, okay? We just need a feather fall. I will do anything for you, Ralph, for I am Jeremy. Yeah, okay.
4: Jeremy!
3: Don't make me regret this. (laughs) So much for the truce.
1: (laughs) So for our listeners here, Mickey is requesting to not be a part of the Featherfall. It's It's definitely willing. It would be like five.
4: It, it doesn't technically say willing. I looked it up to see oh, if really? she could just reject it, and it doesn't say willing. It says you choose up to five.
0: So with him, with him uh, getting ready for Feather Fall, you scream above the howling wind as you fall, and you say, uh, leave me to Ralph, and Ralph has that decision to do whatever he wants with.
1: Yeah, that's great. I don't want to. I don't want to accidentally Featherfall Resmir anyway. And since the two of you are kind of together,
0: all right, Ralph, that is your turn, I believe. Correct. Correct. We now go to Wrath Modar.
1: Oh yeah, we all left him up there. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's just chilling. Is he just gonna go and uh, hang out with the water elemental? They can both bemoan the fact that they just got.
1: <laughs> like this isn't really my fight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's gonna fly
1: out.
0: And as he sees Resmir fall, Resmir c- calls out to him, You fool! Save me! Save me! And he brings up his finger, cocks his head, oh. and he pulls it back. Oh, and the instead, he flies upwards and out and away from the rest of you. And Resmir is screaming. Traitor! Traitor, you will rue the day! Just yelling at the top of her lungs. And Mal, this woman, she is breaking, trying to break your grip with everything she has, but she can't. She cannot pull away. She cannot um, release her grip because you are firm. You are giving her, forgive the pun, a bear hug of great proportions and she cannot escape and rath modar he disappears from view flying back to neverwinter
2: so here here's the thing does he fly away what's his, what's the flying speed on this individual right now
0: so he has 60 and he's gonna use uh, his double movement to go 120 feet away from you I'll say about, uh, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20. About 100 feet away from you because he had to get 20 feet to get out of the room to the outside portion.
1: Would he have technically disengaged? Is he trying to get away fast or is he just trying to get
2: out of the fight? He's saying, this is wrapped up. I'm gone. I'm flying away. Okay, I'm going to use my bonus action to pop out of my horse form and. Centered over where Wrathmodar is, way up there in the sky, I'm gonna moonbeam him.
4: Yeah, hundred twenty <laughs> foot range. Oh my no! gosh! Yeah! Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> it's nighttime too, isn't it? It's the
3: perfect time for a moonbeam. It's, it's a little bit, yeah. It's a little I bit. I can't of remember night. what time it's, what time of day it is.
0: It's like cresting down into a nighttime.
2: And you know what? I am. I'm going to cast that at fourth level because I really want this person to take the hurt. Oh, my gosh. Wow.
0: My goodness. Now, here's the big question, Ned. Crunch Squad, does the moonbeam dissipate if you fall 120 feet away from where you cast it? Because you are going to fall.
2: Yeah, so I choose a spot within range, a 40-foot high cylinder, 5-foot radius, center on a point within range, Until the spell ends, dim
4: light fills the cylinder When a
2: creature enters the spell for the first time Or starts its turn there is engulfed in ghostly flames
4: But it stays there even if you go out of range it doesn't say anything about you moving out of the range Because we've moved out of the range before and it doesn't go away
2: Yep, and then on my turns after I cast the spell I can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction So it doesn't
3: follow you, you choose it to move Correct
4: that'll be 3d10, right?
2: Well, you cast it at 4th level So that would be 5d10 Wolf. No, that would, that would be 4d10. I've never considered that about casting
1: range, whether it's, a, whether it's just the range of how, where you can cast it or, or if that's as far as the spell can exist.
4: Well, there are spells that when you, like Witch bolts, if you move away, if they move out of that range, the spell dissipates. It specifically says in the spell.
0: Because Witch Bolt is a tether between you and them, specifically that tether... As of okay, well then that's that's actually okay. That helps further solidify that decision. Then that moonbeam remains here. Okay, this is great. So as you pop out of existence, Fleeple, slow motion, right before you fall, you point. You see the moon cresting above over the horizon. You close your eyes, and it's you. It's like you're pulling it towards you, and you pull it. And as you do, all of you hear. This moonbeam is different than when Fleeple is cast previously. Specifically, one, it's outside, and two, it has an angelic, radiant cleric behind it. As Fleeple now uses his clerical might to call down this moonbeam on this wizard. And it's it's as he's like spinning in the air, the camera pauses on him as he closes his eyes, points, and mid-spin, he just yanks down the moon, and this beam just starts pelting this wizard before Fleeple (sighs) takes a breath, exhales, and then starts to plummet completely down to the ocean floor.
2: Uh, I have wings. I'm gonna fly. (gasps) Oh
3: my god. Yeah, he has wings!
4: (laughs) He has wings! You gave him those, Thomas. You gave him those.
0: And using the clerical abilities that Bahamut has given him, his wings outstretch and he br- he opens wide and he puffs his chest to this majestic sight. And you see the wings actually, while he is casting in, in this uh, clerical spell that he has cast or at least ha- uh, being fueled by his um, devotion to Bahamut, it's almost as if uh, the wings are lined with platinum as they shine in the moonlight and glisten across the majestic view of the ocean. Fleeple, maintaining concentration, confident in this moment. That's how you make a kobold cool. hmm Yeah, he doesn't take, uh, the wizard does not take damage right now, correct?
2: Yeah, so when it enters the area or starts the turn there, it's gonna be a DC 16 constitution saving throw.
0: Okay. So he's going to take that on his next turn. And he looks back to you, Fleeple, and he starts to like panic a little bit, um, realizing he's caught and uh, something bad could potentially happen here. Well done. Okay, then we jump down to Lance, and Lance, in this chaos, seeing Fleeple mid-air, Ralph uh, getting ready to cast Featherfall, you start to plummet to the ground
1: until Ralph decides to cast it. I really like the idea that Fleep will like just paused in midair and then we the two of us go wah, wah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: All that majesty like, ah. and then the
2: <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh.
3: Well, I have I am holding on to Ralph with one of my arms as I, you know, fell with him, but I have another arm free. And with that other arm free just to make sure whatever might happen at the bottom ends this thing. I will use my Bracer of the Flying Daggers and shoot two out toward Resmir, who is 15 feet away. And if I hit, I get Sneak Attack, because Mal he is you right
1: there. You do. So I roll for both S- daggers. Falling Sneak Attack.
3: One is... I get a plus. This is just a regular dagger throw, kind
2: of. This might yes. be the crunchiest combat I've ever been part of. And I know.
1: Of. Yeah! <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not the that's Dungeon 14 for the first one.
0: <laughs> so 14 to hit. Did you add that D4 from I did, his emboldened... I okay. And that's the only time you can do it for this turn right now.
3: Yeah. 14. Does that hit? 14. That's a hit. Oh, my gosh. And I'll just roll the second one right now. She's got an AC of 13. And the second one's 13. <laughs> Both hit. Oh, my gosh. So the... Only one of them gets sneak attack. So the first one will get sneak attack. Yes. Um, So I will. That is going to be 4d6.
2: I love how we were like, let's not just fight these people, let's get it into the weirdest possible situation and then fight these people. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Thomas, you're doing a wonderful job bobbing and weaving, DMing this (laughs) craziness. I am just riding a high
0: right
3: now. (laughs) Riding a high. The first one it was a terrible roll the first one with the sneak attack and everything is 14. 14 okay 14 points of damage to her uh but the second attack then is just a d4 and i well no i guess i add my i add my attack modifier to that one but i just don't add obviously the d6 yes
0: because it's the magic attack yeah. yes so 14. oh that's
3: great four plus uh four is eight for the second eight The dagger's cut into her
0: and she's continually trying to thrash out of um, Malamara's grip. She has taken some damage. Is it enough to take her out? We will see. And I'm just with my other arm, I'm just holding on to Ralph. Okay. And you start to plummet, literally.
4: Ah, ah,
0: Past Fleeple, past Mal, um, until Ralph uh, casts it. I assume for your own safety, Ralph. You're gonna cast it before you hit the ground because Lance is taking you all the way down. Uh, at
1: what, at where do you cast it though? Immediately, right by the water? It says, so with this with this spell, it's um, you're falling. I think it says you slow to 60 feet per round. And so I, I think I would just say like once, once I feel like we're close, it's more just like I'm readying it to the point where the ground seems big. <laughs>
4: With okay. that, if you Sounds cast good. it under sixty feet, do you still take fall damage then?
0: No, the spell itself—if you cast the spell—you don't take fall
1: damage. Period.
4: The sixty feet is only if you're like really high and you're gliding down. It's
1: the sixty feet per round, so it's like it's like we're not at terminal velocity. Because it's only
4: for a minute, right? Yes. So, okay.
1: Yeah. It's like either Mary Poppins or Harry Potter Four when
0: they're coming out of the Port Key and the people who are experienced are like walking down and floating to the ground instead of just splatting on the ground. Okay, so you pass by Resmir, you pass by Mal, you pass by Fleeple, Fleeple, you see them fall, but in an instant, they start to slow drastically, and you fall. Do you want to hit the water this round, Ralph, or do you want to hit it on a future round? It's just up to you, because you choose when it gets cast. Um, Are there like rocky outcroppings? As you get close, as you look down, and it's coming at you fast, uh, I'll just give you a free uh, perception check. Why don't you go ahead and just roll a perception check for free?
1: I'm very perceptive. Five.
0: <laughs> the wind is yeah. The wind is blinding your eyes right now, and you have tears in your eyes, and your and your your mouth is like pushed back because of the air, and you're like feather <laughs> <laughs> <"Tetherball!" laughs> <laughs>
3: Featherfall!
0: Yells Jeremy to the expanse. So um, what was your intention, though? Do you want to hit the water this turn or a future turn? Uh, this turn's great. Great. Sounds good. So you wait and you hit the water this round. No damage taken, but Lance and Ralph, it is icy cold, and we'll get to you on Ralph's turn. So it is now Resmere's turn. And Resmere is completely in your arms mal and so she is going to fall we'll just say both of you fall right now on her turn into the icy depths
4: she doesn't get an action to try and escape
0: that's a good point sorry yeah let's try one more time to escape she's going to try and break free and if she does she has flight so uh, she's going to do whatever she can here we go
4: well I got a natural 20 with a plus 5 plus a 4 that's 29
0: she got a 19 so you succeeded past her plus 10. You've got her and like you're wrapping one leg around her to get her and like just dig her into you and just saying, we're going
3: down together. But that half dragon really wishes she was a
4: full dragon right now with some wings.
3: <laughs> Both of you plummet.
4: And on my turn, I'm just going to try and make it so that she hits the water first. Not that that will change any of my damage, <laughs> you but, you land but just like, on drive her into it. <laughs> yeah.
0: With that success of a plus 10, though, you could definitely maneuver her at the last second and just, like, drive her into the water. That's 20d6.
2: That's insane.
3: Malamara, don't you dare die.
2: Just both feet right on Resmire's gut, just pile-driving straight down to the ground.
1: That's like a Mortal Kombat finish. You, you get, move. get half damage.
4: Correct. Because I have resistance to bludgeoning.
0: That's 56 points of
3: bludgeoning damage. Half for Mal. So that's 23. No, doing my math wrong. Yeah, 26. 26 divided by 2 is 28. 23. 28. Oh, yeah. Yes, 28. I can do math too. <laughs> We're doing math. Yeah, Thomas, what's your degree in?
4: Thomas, did you have a degree in that?
3: <laughs> no,
0: I shouldn't, actually. So, uh, <laughs> as you plummet to the ground, Mal, tell us how it is done. Time freezes for you. You are at peace. You're at zen. And you feel your muscles bulging as you fall.
4: With that, specifically the bear rage pulsing through her, unlike Fleeple, who keeps his wits about him when he becomes animals, that blind rage just really overtakes her. And while she's falling with Resmir, any sense of empathy or sympathy... Or, really, any cognitive ability to care for this other creature completely abandons her. And Air 2's influence just swarms into her, and she feels that inky blackness that always comes over her with Air 2. And as Resmir is staring back at her face, all she sees is Malamar's face becomes a mask of Air 2 and those blinding, fiery red demon eyes is the last thing she sees as she hits the water.
0: And in that last final moment, right before you hit, you say something, but you don't say it. You channel something and you are a vessel for these words that come out. Witness my champion. And your hand grabs her face, but it's a claw. And it's, bone, it's bony, it's a claw, it's long, it's elongated. As you hit the ground, you smash her into the water as her eyes is just terror. And you go black for a second, Malamara. How could you not? But we're going to leave you right there with Resmere.
3: Oh, with what's left of <laughs> <laughs> With what's
0: left of Resmere. We are going to... Go a little bit out of order here, and we're gonna go right to Rathmodar, as he tries to, as he he wasn't prepared for this uh, counter. He couldn't counter spell. He was sixty feet. It was more than sixty feet away. He's now in this moonbeam. What does he have to roll?
2: DC sixteen con save. I'm guessing that the wizard does not have a high constitution. Natural one. Wolf. <laughs> okay, so that's gonna be four D10 radiant damage. He's, this was
3: a
1: mistake.
2: <laughs> I should have gone back in the window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not like
2: this. <laughs> that is going to be 30 radiant damage.
0: <laughs> oh <my
2: God>. <laughs> <laughs> His
0: exact hit points oh. are 30 hit points. I'm not yeah. joking.
2: Oh, you man. can't
0: make this stuff up, folks. You cannot make this stuff up. If the dice were not telling a story tonight... <sighs> Fleeple, in direct contrast with the Malamar's experience, you tell us how it is
2: done. I look up towards this red wizard. I call down the moonbeam from above. And as I see the platinum light shining from my wings, I give a little smile and I say... Bahamut Yothrasfim lower chick eats Bensvelk wrack Which means Bahamut accept this holy offering As penance from a child Of holiness If I can add just like one final bit of flavor I haven't actually done anything with my turn That was just his turn On my turn I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead
0: As the moonbeam Crushes and starts to sear Into this creature his body becomes immolated in a platinum fire. And he's too far away to see all of the details, but as you utter this, utter this phrase to Bahamut, his body just, and then the moonbeam fades on its own, dissipates as the actual moon is rising over the hurt is coming over the horizon and shining upon you glistening in your platinum tipped wings and that is where we're going to end this week's episode of i cast fireball
3: And I just see I just see yeah. I just so see epic. Ralph and Lance just in the water and like they're almost holding each other like looking up being like oh <laughs> I'm going to look up and be like
1: who are you people <laughs> you
3: know what?
0: Well what a ride I was I didn't ever think I could DM mid-air combat um I hope I did it justice I uh, got to live a little bit of a Sanderson dream of uh, being a uh, windrunner uh, and uh, being a member of Bridge Four. Do
4: you ever think the Wizards of the Coast hear these podcasts and go, what have we done? What have we created? <laughs> How are people using <laughs> of the Coast it like if this? If you're listening
3: to us, what hast thou wrought?
0: thank you. <laughs> and we wouldn't mind being on Dragon Talk. Uh, anyway, so a huge huge thank you to all of my players at the table Ned, Jacob, Mickey Josh
3: Josh uh, thank you so much for joining us here oh my gosh
0: with the clutch counter spell, with all the clutch just everything uh, when I thought the combat was over it was a whole nother episode it was a whole nother adventure and what a joy it was Thank you all and listeners. Thank you for, as Ned put it, the crunchiest battle I certainly have ever been in, and probably most people around the table here. What fun we were! We were just we were we were adjudicating on the fly, and that's. Uh, I apologize if I didn't get rules as written. I'm sure
1: I didn't on most stuff. Probably the fall damage. Probably fall everything. You did but- it excellently. Anyone who complains can have their own fall off a cliff adventure (laughs) (laughs) that came out way harsher than I intended that came out
2: if really mean. you
0: <laughs> are having a fall off the cliff adventure in your campaign, shoot us an email at icastfireball2020 at gmail.com or uh, shoot us a, a message on all of our uh, Instagram, Twitter, social media feeds, Facebook, um, at icastfireball20. We would love to hear that. And uh, we probably will bring that on. To, uh, we'll, we'll probably shout that out on our podcast here. Thank you uh, for just uh, taking the time to listen to us. Uh, Want to give a shout out to our sister podcast, Improv Tabletop, where Ned is an ongoing keeper which is like a GM or DM through the Avatar Legends uh, tabletop system that was recently released. It is amazing, folks. Go give them a listen. Don't forget to leave them a five-star review and go check out their Patreon. They have amazing benefits, amazing boosts there. Uh, And you can always go back and listen to their one-year backlog of Fate Accelerated uh, mini one-month adventures. Don't forget to leave them a five-star review on the way out. Josh, what do you want to shout out today?
1: Uh, man... If, if if you're jumping into this adventure just because you know who I am and you're listening to this podcast, I want to shout out the rest of your guys' backlog. This is a great podcast. Go back and listen to everything if you haven't. I'm having an absolute blast. These are some great players. Well,
0: I will shout out Josh's podcast as well, as he shouted out ours on our podcast. Um, go listen to his uh, ongoing campaign that he's got going on. The Titans of Altera—they uh, are on Twitter at the Titan Pod. They're got amazing. They're in their third season. Uh, they got some episodes coming out soon. And of course, can't forget Sneak Attack. Uh, they've got two seasons—two seasons, two, two seasons worth—the OG D and D actual play podcast. Go give them a shout out. Go listen to. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends and fellow wacky adventurers. Until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we've got Malamara. Lance Thalen, Flipple, and Ralph. Let's keep that fire going, everybody. And we'll see you all next time.